Welcome to Couch to Coast, a weekly podcast with me, Rob, an aspiring runner whose favourite place is being comfy on the couch. And me, Ben, a UK Athletics accredited running coach. Follow us as we try to turn Rob from couch to coached. And we are live again. Again. It's just us two. Just the two of us. us. I feel like I do that every time we start an episode where we haven't got a guest. (laughs) It is an official jingle now, Amanda Kelly. (laughs) It is just us two because we've had Helen Rivar, as we've mentioned. We've had uh, Eddie from High Rocks on, um, which we'll talk about in a bit. Yeah. Uh, And it's just us again. And hopefully we are going to get some more guests on. So if anybody's got any ideas about guests that they want to listen to or they want to come on to the podcast, please do let us know because we are more than welcoming. Please let us know and we will give you an invite and we'll uh, I've got a invite few you into the club. I've Say got again. a few ideas for a few guests. Yeah, we've got, a couple, we've got guests lined up. We have got, I've spoken to a few people and they're really excited. Fridgeman is coming on. Fridgeman. Uh, we've got somebody from Recovery Runners hopefully coming on in Mental Health Awareness Week in May. So if you don't know what Recovery Runners is, have a look what Recovery Runners are. They are excellent. I think they're based in Liverpool, but I think they are expanding out a little bit. It's quite mental health focused. It's looking at drug and alcohol um, dependency and how they use running to move away from that. Uh, but I don't think it is just all about that, but I think that's where the main focus was. So there, we've got, I can't remember his name, but he's coming on to talk to us. Yeah, I've been following the guy on Instagram. Very mm. uh, insightful. Also a Protein Very. Rebel ambassador. On he is. Today. Yes, yes. So that's good. So. Protein Rebel have just won Men's Fitness Award as well. Oh, just... so happy for him. I know. Smashing it. Absolutely smashing it. They're an award-winning energy gel sponsoring an award-winning podcast. What could be better? Insert insert round of applause at this point in the podcast. (laughs) Okay, I'll do that then. I think, wasn't it the best energy gel full stop? Yeah, yeah. In men's oh, health and fitness, full yeah. stop. Not like, yeah. not what, like this award for the greatest tasting, or an yeah. award for uh, best ingredients, or award for best packaging. Which I might add, they could have won all three of those things if they were yeah. categories. But the yeah. best energy gel, full stop. Full stop. Congratulations yeah. to uh, the team over at Protein Rebel Tim and Liz. Excellent yeah. work. Keep on striving for perfection. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so they're they're doing really really well. So we might get them back on as well sometime soon, hopefully. And if you want to try uh, the protein Red Bull, we've got a discount code, haven't we? Which we comes have up got a later on in the show. What is that then? I just threw my pen across the room in excitement. CTC fifteen for fifteen percent off protein Rebel Maple Ignite Marine Collagen Recover Protein Powder. Yeah, uh, I know a lot of people that started to take the powder, the collagen powder. Uh, you can get a big, <laughs> so funny, so funny. I don't know if you saw, I put a picture on of me holding it up against, it was the same size as my head. And uh, Carl Moulton said, it was so funny. I was just literally sat there laughing. Yeah, I, I use that. And I use I use the, the, the pot, uh, the, the tin. 
as a as a uh, ice bath as well after. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's quite short. I was absolutely laughing my head off. He was so funny when I saw that. If it's good enough for Carl Morton, it's good enough for anyone. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. I have it every morning in my coffee. Yeah, I have it every morning. There's a lot of people that have started to move over to Protein Rebel. Uh, it's not. This isn't going to be all about Protein Rebel. This podcast, don't worry, guys. But they are. They are really, really good, and we do. We do appreciate everything that they do for us as well. So yeah. Should we talk a little bit about running? Yeah. Let's do it. Day 21. Day 21. Our streak. You're still going? I'm still going. I am dead surprised that I'm still going. There have been the odd occasion where I thought to myself, I can't be bothered, I must admit. But then I go out and do it. The main one was not yesterday. Today's Thursday for people, obviously, spoiling the illusion. It's Thursday, not Friday. So Wednesday evening, I just got back. I'd been hosting. I was the host of a conference for my work on stage. What was the conference about? It was clinical support conference. So all the all the staff that support all the nursing staff or social work staff, OT staff, they all had a conference. So I was there present. I was there hosting, introducing things and bouncing around on stage. Um, Did you mention the podcast? And no, I didn't mention the podcast. I mentioned the running club, though, to be fair. I mentioned Combined Running Club because we're, we're hopefully getting some T-shirts for Combined Running Club as well. Oh. Um, yeah. So, But, yeah, so I got back from that yesterday. I was absolutely shattered. And I sat down downstairs, got home, and it was absolutely tiffing it down in rain. I thought to myself, I really cannot be bothered to go out. But I thought to myself, if I don't, I'll come on the podcast and I'll regret it. So I went out and I did two miles. So, But yeah, I'm on day 21, three weeks worth of consistent running. My legs feel like lead, um, but I do feel a lot better for it, I must admit. It's definitely, yeah, it's definitely changed the landscape in terms of your running. I mean, you did that whole thing again by the looks of it, doing a bit of a run before you went to football, right? I did. If I'm yeah, not I did two, mistaken, two and a half my, miles then. My stalking guys on your Strava account here. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday, you did your 2.17 miles where you couldn't be bothered. I had one of them yesterday, and I think you messaged me like, it's your legs are just really heavy. Mm. But it's incredible how actually one day your legs can be really heavy, or yesterday, and it felt like I had bricks in my shoes, or was using bricks for shoes. And then today, I did a bit of uh, massage gun and stuff. Got a new massage gun. Did a bit of massage gunning, and then today my legs felt a little bit fresher. I went out yeah. for an hour and they didn't even bother me. It's it's amazing what the body can do when you ask it to and you start getting it used to this process. Yeah, yeah. It. Uh, I think my legs have felt heavier because I, I did 14 miles on Sunday. Um, That's the big workout of the... Yeah, he was... I bought myself some new trainers, and, and, and they were exactly the same as my old trainers that I had before. And I think I had this issue last time because I can remember wearing them for Crew 10K this time last year. It was, and it really played havoc with my calf muscle, yeah. my left calf muscle. And it's been doing it every now and again. And then went out on Sunday, got to about mile two, really struggling. I had to keep stopping. I was like, I'm never going to be able to do any of this. I'm going to have to go t- turn back. I just got down to the canal. I thought, no, I'll just carry on, carry on. And I got to about mile five. Just no problem at all. It was bizarre. 
it just went. I, st- I must admit, I was stretching it quite a bit. So it was like putting up against the curb, putting up against the wall, stretching it off. Uh, and then about mile five, it just went off and I was able to run as free as a bird. Although birds don't run, they tend to fly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, and I got managed to do 12 miles and I did two miles at, well, supposed marathon pace, although that's probably my half marathon pace that I did. But yeah, I, really I must really admit, I, I dropped a clanger and when <laughs> I <laughs> just a bit <laughs> when I put your workout in, I was uh, I was thinking, what's he going for? Is it going for four hours or four and a half hours? And then I I thought, I think it's four hours. So I set no you, chance. I set you two miles at four hour at four hour pace. <laughs> I know, I know, but I managed to keep I managed to keep it at that pace for two miles after I did. Because what I did was I did 11 miles and then I did two miles um, at half at half marathon pace, although it's supposed to be marathon pace, and then I did a mile just a bit of a cool down on the way home. Um, so I thought I'd leave it. I wouldn't do it right at the end. But, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. And it was down by the canal. I went out in my uh, new shades. And it was sunny for a change. I went out. No, it was. No. I went out about half past about ten o'clock I went out. And I went think, out I'm calling I'm calling you bluffy. I think you went out with one of them big photography lights. Set the <laughs> photography light up, stood there, took a photo, ran with it so it looked like it was sunny. But actually it was miserable. No, it was lovely. It was lovely and sunny, uh, and it it wasn't warm. It was still cold, but it went out. It was lovely and sunny. So I thought we've we've been sent some Bella Bops uh, sunglasses. I've got you a pair, uh, and, and, and we've got a bit of a discount code for the listeners as well, um, which we'll come on to in a minute. And I thought I'm going to wear them. I know it's February. I thought well, I'll put them on, see how because I don't wear. I normally wear glasses every day, all day, other than when I go running because they bounce up and down on my face if I run and it really aggravates me. And I thought I'll try them out. If, if they don't agree with me, I can take them off. I can put them in because I went out with my vest on with water on. So I thought I'll put them in my vest. And I must admit, I put them on and they never moved. I, I genuinely forgot that I was wearing them. Even when the sun went down, <laughs> it was pitch, not pitch black, but it went grey. And I thought it was grey in Stoke. <laughs> not always, not always. Yeah. It was about a mile, probably about mile five when my, when my calf muscles started working properly. That's when the sun went in. Uh, but I carried on wearing them. And I must admit, they were, mo- they were really comfortable, really, really comfortable uh, to wear. And I think I got a few funny looks for wearing sunglasses like in, in the grey in the grey down by the canal. But uh, I, I really rate them. Really, really good. Um and they were I can't remember what they cut the cut they, they call them a specific cut specific colour. They were blue with like a tint tinted tinted lens. Very nice. But we have got a discount code. If people want to go and get some sunglasses, because now is the time, it's start, the, the lighter nights are coming in. Spring equinox uh, is approaching. It is. Um, and, uh, and um, I think they do deals that you can get on there. Um, but if you want to go on and get a bit of a discount, you get 15% off <gasps> with the code C2C15. But it's not C, then the number 2 C. It's C T O C. 15 and you'll get yourself 15 percent off they do leggings as well uh, they, i think they're moving into men's wear i think it's more women's wear and they do women's sunglasses but they are moving more into the men's domain and i think we're 
both going to be the first couple of people that have been wearing the sunglasses for, that are male. So, awesome. and I'm a model. I'm a model. I uh, <laughs> you were taking the mic because they, they use my photo because I took a photo of myself before I went out. And I wasn't smiling. I was doing a bit of a what was it, the Zoolander pose, <laughs> blue 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 eyes or something. Blue steel, <laughs> blue steel. That's it. Uh, but yeah, so I'm a model now. I'm a model. I'm I'm Bella Box model. I tell you what, head over to the. This isn't just a ploy to get you over to the Bella Bops Instagram page. <laughs> head over to the Bella Bops Instagram page, and everybody have a look at Rob. Modeling the sunglasses, fair yeah, play well. to you, lad. You've stepped into modeling, quite like it. <laughs> what is the Instagram page for Bella Bops? Just it's so the listeners Bella know, Bo- I think it's just, it's Bella, just Bella Bops. Bops. Go and yeah, have a look at Bella Bops. Bella Bops. So I'm on the website now. So um, they've got, I think it's two gla- two pairs of glasses for thirty three quid. Um, if you use a code, I don't know if you can use both the, both the codes and get fifteen percent off, but you have to use a code two for thirty three. Uh, but they do leggings as well. Um, I think I wore the Elithuria Blue Non-Slip Sunnies, but there's all sorts of different colours. There's leopard print. Uh, there's, there's quite a few that you can buy, so I just want to put out. this out there. If this discount code works, uh, it doesn't apply to my wife, Rachel Russell, because we haven't got the money <laughs> to be spending on sunglasses. Okay? I can have the free pair that Rob sends over, but you're not allowed to spend on <laughs> sunglasses. Deal? Sorted. But let us know, if you, if you do go and buy a pair or leggings or, or the sunglasses, please let us know what you think about them. Uh, and you can be a model as well. So hashtag, hashtag BellaBops, put them in there. Uh, and I'm sure they'll be happy to to share your picture like they did mine. And if I can be a model, anybody can be a, mo- a model. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's why I went out and did that on um, uh-huh. Sunday. I did part run on Saturday as well with my mate Andy Boff from from work. We've combined run club. Uh, there's quite a few of us that went. It was quite a good turnout. And like I say, we're buying, we're getting, we're getting t-shirts for the combined run club. So that's got positive news. And I think that's fantastic how you've um, developed that uh, yeah. line run club. I think it really yeah. is. It's going really well by the sounds of it. Yeah, it is. We are, there are, and I think through winter we're going to get. I think we're going to get more people coming in the summer uh, because it's nicer to run and not not just blistering sun, but it's nicer to run yeah. in a bit more rather than dark, wet days. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was really good. So there was, I think, there was about ten of us that went. Um, so I did that on the Saturday. Went out and did the short run on Monday um, with Ray Wilson and a few others uh, for, for, for Stoke Fit. We've got a bit of an announcement coming soon, hopefully. I'm not going to spoil anything until it's actually confirmed. But I went to speak to the committee about something, um, which we will later reveal. You're not in trouble, are you? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Because everybody's asking me what you're going on. I'm going on the short run. Oh, where are you going on the short Because I don't normally go on the short run. Where are you going on the short run for? I'm going to speak to the committee. Oh, what have you done? What have you done? I'm like, nothing, nothing, nothing bad. So it's all, it's all good. Uh, so we will reveal that soon, hopefully. And then, like I say, went out before my run on football, scored a goal for the first time in, in a while. Um, Harland header. He was. It was. It, no, it wasn't a header. I've never think I've ever scored a header. I've got a fifty pence head. What do you mean you My never hat. scored a header? You six and a half foot. I know, but I can't jump. <laughs> I can't jump. You don't need to jump. You're six and a half foot. <laughs> I know, but I'm that heavy. I can't jump. I know. I'm, I'm rubbish from my head. I, I can't time the. Do you know when when you see like 
Ronaldo or Haaland hanging in the air for ages before they head the ball. That's not I you. jump up, and as soon as I jump up, I'm down on the floor again. So I miss time it all the time. But I scored a goal, and it was a decent goal, uh, and then I fouled a couple of people. I went back and I went. I was up front, and then I went back down, back into defence. Uh, and the faster ones, I tend to do a bit of a, a few dirty challenges. I bet you're proper yeah. angry when you play football. I reckon. I do get. I do. I do change. I must admit, I am. I am a different person when I'm on a football field. Um, I get quite competitive. But I did that. Play football. Then went out yesterday after the, the conference, and then I've done the um, the workout today, which. I really enjoyed actually. Went back down to my old haunt, the Forest Park, round the round the lake. Yeah, listening to uh, the Parenting Hell podcast. Yeah, it was good. How did you yeah, find? This, good... How did you find the uh, increase of speed? We haven't done a lot of speed lately. No, it was all right actually. I thought I was going to struggle because uh, my legs felt quite heavy. Tell the listeners but you I were. Ran... Out. So I ran, I ran down. Uh, you didn't put a warm up in. Shocking. You know, Jeff. come on, man. It's, it's, <laughs> this is this is free tr- free coaching that you're getting. <laughs> I've taught you enough over the last twelve plus know, months know. to know that you have to do a warm up and a cool down. I know, I know. If you I, were well, paying, if you were paying that. me, I'd put everything in there. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I did a warm up. So I did. A, I think it was five minute warm up running down. <laughs> oh whoa 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 whoa! You didn't do a warm up. You did five minutes of running. That in a walk. All right, yeah. All in right, whose right. book is that? Obviously, I haven't taught you enough. Note to self. No, I did five minutes down. Then it, I'm like, hang on, hang on. Just give me a chance. I did five minutes down there, but I didn't put on my watch because I didn't want to interrupt it with my the workout on there. So I did five minutes down there and then did a lap. So that's 10 minutes. So that's what I normally do from a warm-up when you set my warm-up. Right. Is that right? Oh, don't get angry. Come. <laughs> Ten minutes warm up, like you always put on put on there. <laughs> Moving on. This is this see, I'm getting angry. I must be at football. And then it was run at a pace of seven fifty to eight point two many miles for half one and a half minutes, and then recover for one and a half minutes. They did that eight times, and then a bigger recovery in the middle of five minutes. And then four times run at the same pace, but for a minute, and then recover for recover for a minute, and then I did a cool down. I did a, a ramp back up to my house, which was about seven minutes. Um, I think you've done well. I'm just looking at it. It doesn't look it doesn't look too bad, does it? I, I, I got to the target to meet, meet what I needed to get to, um, and I was able to recover quite. I well, I thought I recovered quite well before going again. Um, I mean, yeah, you can see in the first block, yeah. So in the first block of um, efforts that you did, you seem to have like a little bit of a, a you died a little bit in the middle yeah. of, of that first block of intervals. Yeah. But then what ha- I mean, that's normal. I think every time someone gets a workout set, they'll go out a little bit too hard on the first couple of intervals. And this is all again, we've said it before. It's not just about you physiologically going and adapting to the workout that we've, we've set you. It's about learning your pacing and understanding what certain paces feel like. What we're yeah. trying to do here is we're trying to get you running at a much quicker pace than what is ever going to be expected for your marathon target time. And even oh, yeah. so what we're doing is, getting that done and learning pacing at the same time so you've hit the first three intervals quite hard 
I would mm-hmm. say. You've had a little bit of a moment where you've gone, oh, I've probably gone out a bit too hard there, and then you've come back really well. But this workout for me wasn't necessarily about how you handled the first block of intervals. It was all about how you handled the last four shorter reps. Um, because what we did is we chopped your rest down and we chopped the interval down, but you've come through with some really strong pacing and actually your fastest interval of the whole workout was the second one of the one Mm. minutes in the second block. So it shows you've still got a little bit of energy left and we're not really looking for any particular pace when it comes to these sessions because you are training for a marathon where your target pace is a lot slower than this what we want to do is over the next sort of five or six weeks is to accumulate you being able to run at a faster pace just to get the legs turning a little bit more so we're going to see lots of these short intervals coming in we're going to be hopefully seeing marathon pace segments on a weekend and in addition to your weekly runs what we want to try and do is put in a few strides in um yeah at the end of some of the shorter runs that you've done, but we know what your feeling is of your feeling is on stride, so we won't go down that route now. <laughs> I want to move on. Go on. This weekend. Yeah. You've got another long run. Yeah. I know. I've seen. Twelve. Thanks, coach. Twelve miles easy. Mm, four four miles. miles. And I've put have you correct what, marathon. Pace. I was going to say, have you put my correct marathon pace? Correct. So what is my pace. correct marathon pace? Oh, don't put me on the spot now. I'm going to loop now. Don't put me on the spot now. 10. So 10, 10 to 10, 25. That sounds about right. Yeah, and we're looking really for you to be somewhere in the middle of that come Manchester. Yeah. So I think what well, we've done is... Question for you. Go on. So I did 12 miles easy and then was able to do nine minute nine. Mm. Would you want me to do that if I could for four miles or would it nah. be... No, just keep it at that. I think in theory... Because I suppose what that's a good that's a good question, Rob. I'm, I'm complimenting myself, but that's what people always say to yourself. So say to me, right? I've got this. The coach has set me this, and I always had this thought when I was when I was being coached by you, like officially. When, uh, but then, is it to stick to yeah. that what you've died, what you prescribed, or if you feel feel like you can I mean, push it a little bit? It's one of them. Like I mean, over a period of time, if you started to push your paces, you probably would get a little bit quicker. Of course you would, but I think what we're going to run the risk of doing is, one, we're going to probably put too much fatigue into you, and that's not going to set you up well for the rest of your training block, whatever is left of it. The second thing is, it's only two miles at the end of a 12-mile run, and what have you got to gain from seeing how many miles you can run at that pace? Because without being disrespectful, I know you can't run a marathon at that pace. No. So I think what we need to do is I know that you can run with the training. I know you can run a marathon at four and a half hours. I think you are going to run your marathon in under four and a half hours. Um, We've got six weeks now where if you can get these weekly sessions in and we can get your long runs in and we can do chunks at the pace which we've prescribed – I think we're at the point where we're getting you comfortable at that marathon pace. We consistently get you running at that pace. We get the miles into your legs and we keep building. And I think come race day, you find that pace nice and easy and comfortable for 
majority of the race, the last part of the marathon is always going to be difficult. It's mm. all no getting away from that. But I think mm. if we can stick to the plan and we can get you comfortable at that pace, we can we, we will see quite a good result in Manchester, hopefully. We do need to get these miles built up now, which is what we've done. We said your Strava map uh, graph in the week depicts what we want it to perfectly. Since yeah. your wedding, we've built on week on week on week on week. And I messaged you last weekend. I think we are short of a few weeks. But yeah. if we can get you sort of up to 50, 55 miles as your peak mileage and hold it there for sort of the next four weeks or so and then bring ourselves down on the taper, we're going to be doing well. I would like to get you up to 20 a couple of times if we can. Um, and that just depends on your building really into the into that next few weeks and we'll see what happens. I've got Stafford off on the 17th of March. So that's two weeks on Sunday. And these are good chances where what we can do is with Stafford half is you do, you're going to do 13 miles mm. in the race because you're going to so finish it. You, a couple of miles before, a couple of miles after. Ideally, yeah, an extended yeah. warm-up. And it's a good opportunity, actually, to... And this is where you've got to think about it a little bit. It's a good opportunity at Stafford Half to go and run 13 miles at your target marathon pace. Yeah. So what I would probably look to do is to maybe get three or four miles easy, banked as a warm-up. Yeah. So you're going to have to maybe get there a little bit early, do whatever you need to do to get them in, run there if you can. I don't know where it is compared to you. <laughs> Definitely miles not. Away. So Definitely dro- not. <laughs> if, you can, if you've got the time to drive there and bank three or four miles as a warm-up. Yeah, should be. And then run Stafford half at the target marathon pace and then do a good three or four miles cool down. We've then banked a really solid workout a few weeks yeah. out. We can then focus on the taper and start getting you to Manchester in good shape. See what happens. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I always like Stafford off. It was the first time last year. It was the first time when I ran with Dave Wallace. So massive shout out to Mr. Wallace, uh, who got me under two hours. Uh, it was the first time I ever did it. One fifty nine something. I can't remember what, what it was. Uh, so I'm looking for. I, I, I like Stafford off. I think it's the third time we're going to run it. They always do nice t-shirts as well. Although last year I didn't get. A, I, I had to wait for my t-shirt because they only had double XL. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And it's crazy, absolutely crazy. I know there's a fair few listeners uh, that are running Manchester Marathon six weeks away. Absolutely crazy. It's just come. It's just flown by. Flying around, um, isn't it? It is. I've got Crew 10K coming up as well. That's on uh, Easter Sunday. There's mainly half, which I need to speak to you about. W- would it be advisable to do that before? Because it's a week before Manchester Marathon. Mm. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't sure whether. I do don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's all about how you pace it. It should. Yeah. It certainly shouldn't be a race effort that close. No. But no. we are still going to need to do a long run. Yeah. And again, it's another opportunity. And we talked about this, um, you know, the turn of the year and the end of last. You can still do these races. The focus is on Manchester. But what we're trying to do is use these races as an opportunity just to improve your fitness. And then it's after Manchester that we can start kicking into a gear with North Staffs. Yeah. Anyway, Karen. Who? Karen. Who? <laughs> are you call, running game? Are you calling the camera? You're running game, are you? Secret. It's a secret. Because <laughs> you don't want to break the rules and get somebody's, somebody's race <laughs> number. You don't want to do that. 
you don't want to break the rules and you know wear someone's piece of paper on the front to run the public roads. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we'll move on. So we've got we've got a bit of a snippet, haven't we, that you sent to me last night, explaining what's going on. Yeah, go on. So we so we have a listen. So we had Laura on a couple of weeks ago. Let's have a listen to Rachel. Rob, Couch to Coach listeners, I've got Rachel here. She wants to give you a message. Over to you, Rach. Hi, Rob. I've just found out that, just like you, I am being paced by Ben, um, running Cambridge Half Marathon on Sunday, and he's just told me that he's got a place and that I have to run the whole time with him. So I will let you know what it's like and whether you are going to want to kill him as well as me when you get to Manchester. What, what, what time are we going for? Yeah, so apparently we're going for a sub 140. I've been ill, I've had three weeks off, I've had niggly knees, niggly ankles, I've got no idea. Um, So we'll see how it goes, but I have a feeling I might want to kill him by the end of the race. I will let you know. And to any of the listeners out there, uh, I might not be racing competitively, but you can always hire my services for pacing duties. Uh, I'll be pacing Rachel at Cambridge, as she just said. I'll be pacing Rob at Manchester Marathon and also I'll be pacing Rob in a doubles at High Rocks uh-huh. in uh, Birmingham, October 27th. He also said that I'm not working hard enough unless he hear me, hears me grunt. He said that. At mile seven. <laughs> Bye. So you're pacing Rachel at Cambridge as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, Did you not know at all that you were even planning on doing that then? No, it, she sort of had an idea, and it's one oh, of right. it's one of Rachel's. Uh, it's a friend of a friend of Rachel's that's basically running um, the uh, Cambridge. Well, she's not running the Cambridge Half Marathon anymore. Um, she's relinquished her uh, bib for me to officially get into the starting pen with Rachel. I understand that it's a breach of rules and guidelines. I understand it's a massive health and safety issue. Touch wood, I will be fine running 13 miles. I've done it nearly 100 times. Well, you were running with Ka- I was going to say running with Karen then, but you were running with Rachel anyway. Uh, exactly. So I appreciate people's concerns, but I really, when I when we spoke to Helen Rivard the other week and she put me in the idea of doing this run streak, one of the reasons why I wanted to do the run streak was to basically get back to back to basics with my running and one of the big things for me was running with Rachel and I've managed to do that a couple of times in the streak and she was running she's running Cambridge this weekend she's going to be trying to hopefully get a PB but she has as she said in that message been a little bit under the weather mm. she's got well when she recorded that last night she had a few niggles in her knees and her ankles she went out for a last session this today this morning and they've they seem to have gone so hopefully she's in good shape but i really wanted when i wasn't running manchester uh as a race and it allowed me to sort of drop off a long run i really wanted to run it with her so we're going to run the race together i'm going to pace her give her the support that she needs and I'm really looking forward to running with her again because Cambridge is a special race for us it's one of the the races in Rachel's hometown where she's from and she's had a torrid time with it in the last few years because of illness and injury and having the kids and stuff so I'm really looking forward to it but yes I am running as Karen thank you Karen so she, I was dead surprised because I'd, I'd sent over the five of the listeners to 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 Ben. Then he sent me that clip, and I wasn't I didn't know what to expect it was. And then she just came on to say, "Oh, is he's running? He's pacing me." 
So if she kills you because you paced her and annoyed her, that means I'm saved from having to run with you in Manchester. <laughs> no, it's it's one of them. It's going to be interesting. I, th- I think she's looking forward to it. Um, yeah. But it's it's also that thing that I will be rooting for her. Like I will with you, do you know, I'm going to be yeah. pacing you both and thinking, come on, come on, let's see what we could do. And I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not going to push it too far, but I will give her that sort of encouragement. And sometimes it might be, you know, a bit forceful. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I think I need that to be fair. And I mentioned it with Dave pacing me last year. He wasn't forceful, don't get me wrong, but he was really motivating. And he, because it takes all the worry out. Yeah. Because when I paced myself at Manchester, I must admit, I was dead surprised I was able to pace myself that well. But it does take out the, the need of having to look at your watch all the time and say, right, working out in your head, how much do we need to do this? And so having, having a dedicated pacer for me is probably doing going to do me really well. To have somebody there to 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 say right, okay, then we've 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 managed to say we've managed to bank a few, yeah, the... and banking minutes as well because that's yeah. what Ben was that's what Dave was doing banking minutes. So then we can have a bit of a if there's a bit of an incline this way, we yeah, can have a bit of a layoff. This is the thing, isn't it? Like we're we're as humans, we like that praise, we like that encouragement, yeah. and I think look, running a half marathon or running a marathon, it can be really boring, and it can in certain places be really lonely, and I think yeah. it gives you the opportunity as the person being paced to switch off mentally and think, well, I don't need to worry about the clock because you know that person like Dave did for you is looking at the clock. Yeah. You know when you can push because they're going to tell you. They know when you need to slow down because you're a little bit ahead, and that working all that out for yourself as you're running is really tiring and takes energy so you can forget about that and then obviously i like to think that with rachel and with yourself now i know you well enough to sort of know what's going to motivate you and what's going to encourage you and the idea would be that we have those conversations we might have a bit of camaraderie a bit of banter whatever is needed to make that time go quicker yeah whilst trying to keep you on pace um yeah so it's i'm looking forward to it both occasions and then also i'll be pacing you for the High Rocks doubles, Eddie yeah. Dyer has come through. He's come through. He has come through. Yeah, he's uh, a mess. He messaged me and says, "Yeah, here you go. There's some tickets there for for Birmingham, the twenty seventh, twenty seventh, Sunday, the twenty seventh of October. So we will be doing the High Rocks men's doubles, and I am looking forward to it. But it is tough. It is a different kind of training that is needed. We'll get Manchester out of the way and then we'll have a big build-up to High Rocks. But it would be nice if some of the, the the listeners are there, if anyone's going already, mm. can support us. We'll, yeah. we'll wear some couch-to-coach merchandise. Yeah. Um, but we'll talk about that a bit more when we get past Manchester. Yeah. yeah. Eddie Definitely. has come through and he we, are through. we are running. We are running. Yeah, he's come through and we've, we're booked men's doubles 27th of October so if anybody's interested they can come I think you can spectate can't you it's 15 quid for spectators you have to have a spectator ticket because it is inside the exhibition centre but I would recommend spectating I've done spectating at High Rocks when I'm not competing and I've I've spectated when Rachel was competing and it's a great it's a great day out to be fair they Mm. have music DJs they have a really good setup for spectators to be able to see everything that's going on um and they have merchandise stands and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, looking forward to going around that with the big man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. 
I'm the guy I'm looking forward to. It's going to be hard because I'm not, I, I really do not know what to expect. Like when you first run your first half marathon, when you mm. first run your first marathon, you do not know what to expect. I know I'll be nervous. Yeah. Um, and I to, <laughs> on the actual application, because I filled the application for me, it says, what's your expected finishing time? And I was like, oh, I haven't got a clue. I haven't got a clue. So I think I put this down for like one hour 30 or one hour 35 or something like that. I think, I think the men's average is one hour 35 or something like that, I believe. I think it's possible, again, like with anything, you have to have good pacing, but we need to try and replicate the compromise running that Eddie was talking about in the episode last yeah. week. And it's how we can do that, really. It's sharing the workload. It's having a good understanding. So how does it work with doubles? Do I do we both do the, the, the – so one of us does 1K and then one of us does an activity and then another one does another no. 1K. And- so right. basically, we both have to run the one-kilometer laps – Right. And we can only run the kilometre laps at the pace of the slowest person. Because basically, when you go into the middle of the arena, which is called the rock zone, when you go into that, they have the timing mats and you have an ankle bracelet on, or an ankle strap. And as you go over the timing mat, if you're too far apart, it knows that you're not together and it will award you a penalty to your time. So you have to stick together on the running laps and you have to yeah. both run them. And then when you go into the rock zone, there is um, the eight workouts between the runs. You basically both have to do some part of the workout, but right. it doesn't matter what. So with the ski erg, let's say, you have to do uh, 1,000 meters. It doesn't matter whether you do 200 meters of that and I do the other 800 we both have to do it with mm-hmm. the sled push. You have to do certain length in the sled push. We both have to do some. It doesn't matter whether you do one one length and I do three. We both have to do the same amount. Farmers carry same thing. So you basically running around together. You have to do some of the workout each, but you between you have to complete each workout. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Fair so we're going to have to have a good understanding of when you're tired, when I'm tired, because I'm going to get tired and you're going to have to take over. How we do the taking over in the workout. Oh, I'll tell you. Because I will tell you. This if I'm tired. <laughs> as Eddie talked about, the standards of the movements, all that sort of stuff. So it might, yeah. it might be something really between now and October. There's gyms. He's mentioned affiliate gyms. Mm. We'll There's need one to, by me, actually, in Fenton. We'll need to go to some of these affiliate gyms and do things like high rock simulations, maybe, just to get yeah. a good understanding of each other as we go through. So we can, well, again, we'll talk about that with, when we got through Manchester. But yeah. sounds like you had a good week of running. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 36 minutes into the podcast, yes, I have. It's been good. And, and, and I've... I've I've struggled. I'm going to be. I'm going to admit it. There have been times where I thought to myself, "I really cannot be bothered to go out." Yeah. Um, but I've got out. I've done it, and, and I feel better. It's like today, I was sat at home. I've just finished work. I could have quite easily just stopped and done nothing, and then did the pod, did the podcast. But I thought to myself, "No, I'll go out, do the do it because I want to carry on the streak as much as I can. I don't know how long it's going to go on for." And I'm enjoying it. And doing it. It is a really, it's a really good thing to have it. Have have a streak. And I feel, I can feel the benefits of my running already um, by going out. And I feel a lot leaner already after three weeks of running. 
I feel like I've lost not a lot of weight, but some some of the weight that I put on over the over the winter period and the wedding and things like that, and going away to York and doing different things. You've had a lot on. Yeah, I have had a lot on Christmas and everything like that. So, and we're nearly in March. Well, we are in March technically, if it's well, it's tomorrow. Um, so, yeah, it's been good. Still to come on this episode of the Couch to Coach Running Podcast, Alice Dudley. Oh, oh, wow! Never knew that. So Julie Dudley and Alice Dudley, so mother and daughter, are in the same group. Shut the <laughs> front door. No. This episode is brought to you by Protein Rebel. Have you ever suffered with digestion issues during a running event? You're not alone. Research shows that 27% of marathoners and 70% of ultra runners report issues with digestion. The reasons for these gastrointestinal issues are often the complex chemical formulations used in many sports nutrition products. They lead to bloating, cramps, and sometimes the need to run to the toilet. Not what any runner needs. Definitely not. So how can you get over this when the big brands use artificial ingredients? So Protein Rebel has decided to do things differently as their products are 100% natural. They only use short, minimal, natural ingredient list that reduces the chance of GI issues, so gastrointestinal issues, supports your running naturally. Products include maple ignite energy gels containing just maple syrup and sea salt, run easy marine collagen for strengthening joints and ligaments, and replace vegan protein powders. If you are interested in buying any of these products, we have got a special, yes, a special code for you to use. You go onto their website and it's CTC15 and you will get yourself 15% off. Shall we have a look at the Strivar leaderboard? Strivar leaderboard, let's do it. So... This week, from Monday to Sunday last week, sorry, in third spot with 70.3 miles. Well, we've got a joint second and third, actually, technically. So we go Mark's fourth. No, so we can't can't see fourth, but we've got Mark Summers and Jared Holmes, 70.3 miles each. Fabulous running. Top. Of the Strivar leaderboard. Who was top? Monday to Sunday is Helen. Helen Rivar. So well done to Helen with 95.3 miles. And she's managed to do a 666th run. Incredible. Consecutive run on Sunday it was. So there's a bit of a celebration. I've already asked her what she's planning for 777. She isn't sure. She's going to do something for 700. Um, so I think she, she, she's well I don't think she's doing really well she is doing really really well and it? you managed to secure a place for Potter's Off yes so she is coming to Potter's Off yes yeah, so I got in contact with the organisers um, and it isn't Natalie Jolly is involved but she isn't involved as much as she was last year so I reached out to I can't remember who it was. I spoke to somebody and just explained what she's doing. And they're more than happy. And they've, they've given her a place for Potter's Half. So she'll be at Potter's Half in September. I think I worked it out. It's going to be like 800 and something run, 858th run or something like that. Wow. Yeah, so if you are thinking about doing the Potter's Half, she will be there. So I need to sign up for Potter's Half as well. Um, let me just refresh my screen quickly so I didn't miss anybody. This week... We'll get down to fourth. In fourth spot, with 48.9, we have Mark Summers. 
So well done to Mark. Yeah. In third spot with 53.2 miles, we have Adam Tyson. So well done to Adam Tyson. In second spot, is that a new name on the leaderboard, Adam Tyson. No, he's been on it before. I, I think I've recognised him. I don't know. I've not, I don't think I've, I've spoken to him, but I think he has been on there before. Maybe I think. In second spot with 54.8 miles, we have Helen Rivar. You weren't. You bet you weren't expecting me to say that, listeners, were you? What? Yes. And top, top of the shop with 55.0 miles this week from Monday to Thursday, Isaac Elkington. I've got a question, Isaac. (laughs) I'm not questioning him doing the miles because I've seen (laughs) what he's done to do the miles. I've got. Are you okay, mate? (laughs) Is all I can say. Are you okay? (laughs) <laughs> Tell him, Rob, what's he done? So, in Leek, so he's, I don't know if, he, I think he's from Leek, he must be from Leek. Um, so, behind where my mum lives, bizarrely, there's a bit of a route, it's called Nabil, uh, and you run around, and it, I don't know which way he's done it, so I can't work out if it's up or down or whatever, but he's ran around a loop, probably no longer than a mile, and it can't be more than a mile, 45 times. 45 more it may be more than that i've i've counted and i lost count i had to re, i had to recount about four times just to work it out but he did 30 miles just doing a loop around this area um i don't know what day it was um i can't remember was it tuesday or something like that he did it which is absolute madness um but he wanted to claim the local legend apparently um so he, I think he massively has because people are commenting saying that, that, that they've only done it a couple of times. So quick 50k to steal the local legend on February the 27th, yeah, Tuesday. Pretty successful on the pacing front because if you look at the pacing... 730s? 730. So I would say that's pretty good pacing. Seven minute, seven point three miles. Well, seven thirty minute miles uh, consistently for that many times around. Absolute crazy. So if you want to check it out, uh, go on to Isaac Elkington. Look at his his Strava on February the twenty seventh, twenty twenty four at twelve oh one. He was he had a day off, so he decided to get out there and do thirty one miles, which is brilliant, but. Crazy. <laughs> so well done to Isaac. He is top of the leaderboard this week. So massive shout out. So my shout out goes to Isaac Elkington. And I think your shout out should go to Isaac Elkington as well. No contest. Like it's <laughs> it's just Isaac Elkington. Yeah, he's he has claimed my shout out and Ben's shout out and the actual top of the leaderboard this week. Um and let us know what your plan is next time, um, because I'll tell my mum to nip round and drop just, some water off if you want. I just hope no one steals his local legend. Like, can you imagine if somebody oh actually manages no. to, to to actually steal it? Oh, Crazy. No, I, I, I wouldn't like to give the the cohort of listeners around the area this inspiration and idea to go and steal Isaac's uh, local legend, because that would be disastrous for us on the podcast. <laughs> have to report that news um 
if anybody fancies it, Helen, driver. Yeah, <laughs> Helen, just do a half marathon around. But you'd have to do two half marathons. Three, no, two and a half half marathons. Capable. Well, it's more than capable of doing it. Um, but yeah, absolute madness, absolute madness. But well done. Well done, mate. Excellent. Um, really well done. You. Good stuff. I, think, I don't know if I've given kudos. I think I need to give him kudos um, because that is outstanding, amazing. Because I, I was, because you, you mentioned it to me. Because I, I never noticed that. I always wait until the actual podcast to go on and have a look. But you messaged me saying, "Whoa!" And I was like, "Oh no, what's going on here? What's happened? What's happened?" Uh, and then went on there and then looked at his actual Strava and. Um, but we're not going to rename the Strava leaderboard. It can't call the Elkington leaderboard unless he's consistently getting to the top. <laughs> uh, so that's it. That's that's a message to, to Isaac. If you want to get renamed, consistently get to the top, uh, and then we'll reconsider it. But we have got another shout out. Um, so I didn't mention this one last week. I think I should have done, but I didn't get around to doing it. Uh, so I've had a I've had a, a message from Chris Ridgeway. Um, so thanks Chris for the message he's the guy who actually pointed in the direction of Steve Canning so I remember when Steve Canning, Canning came on from uh, you talked uh, Congleton off yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, for that. thanks for that but he also messaged saying hey guys I was hoping to recommend someone to you for shout out of the week uh, Rob you run on your Monday club with Carly Chorney at Stoke Fit I know Carly well she did red January covering 115 miles for the month massive well done uh, and running in some grim conditions. She also joined North Staffs Road Runners <laughs> for the first time and came first in Group X, uh, beating some of the podcast superstars like Michelle, <laughs> Michelle Dalgano, yeah. who were a couple of groups above Bar- yeah, Carly. So Carly is a really good runner. I've run out with Carly a few times um, around the local area, obviously with Stoke Fit. Really nice girl. Uh, you have a, I have a really nice conversation with her. And she laughs at my jokes as well. So... Not many people not do many. that. I know, I know. I was going to say, not many people left at me jokes. So. <laughs> but yeah, she's a really nice girl. So well done to Carly. Uh, thank you for that, Chris. If anybody else has got a shout out that they want to mention, um, <clears throat> please do get in contact with us. Shout you out know. of the week. Shout out of the week. Amanda Kelly. Uh, <laughs> but so that is the shout outs for this week. I just want to mention as well um, that I know. A couple of weeks ago, we mentioned about Osage and we were talking about Alex Main winning Group A and other people winning other things. And we never mentioned any of the, the, the ladies' leagues. So I just want to give a couple of mentions to people that, because I know that there's been that many ladies join North Staffs Roadrunners, they've had to make a new Group Z. So they've had to make a new group for all the runners because I think there's like 40-odd runners in, in Group Y. So well done to all the ladies that ran. Carly's there in Group X, top of Group X. Uh, Jackie Bailey's there in Group four in group X. She's fourth in there, so she's had a promotion. Uh, Louise Gibbs, uh, Paula Anderson. So the Julianne Kettle is in Group W, and she's fourth in Group W. Uh, so well done to Julianne Kettle. Got Julie Dudley, uh, Alice Dudley's mum from Cheadle, she's in Group W as well. Alice Dudley, oh, oh, wow, never knew that. So Julie Dudley and Alice Dudley, so mother and daughter, are in the same group. Shut the <laughs> front door. No. So Julie actually beat beat Julie actually beat Alice at All Sage of Five. So Julie came 
two, four, six, seventh, and Alice came ninth. That's going to be interesting oh. for the rest for the rest of the year. We should make a feature out of that. The I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, maybe we can invite them into the podcast later on in the year to talk to us about. I'm a Dudley off. Here we go. <laughs> um, who else have we got? Got Carly Hall, so Carly runs with Stoke Fit. So I know Carly, she uh, she she was she's in Group X. Sally Hamilton's in Group X. Joe Cordal, so she's in Group Y. So she's from uh, Stoke Fit. We've got who else? Have we got Amy, Amy, Amy Rudnicki. We've got Rachel Hall. We've got all sorts of different people. So well done to all the ladies. Jenny Reynolds, so Jenny, who was a father listener a couple of weeks ago. Katie Harvey from Stoke Fit as well. So there's a fair few people that listen. I know that listen to the show that are have joined NSRRA, um, and like I say, they've had to um, split group Y into two groups because there was that many women yep. that have joined the group. So well done, well done, ladies. So if you want to give us a shout out, please do get in contact. We will give you a shout out on the podcast. It's at Couch Coached at Instagram or Couch to Coached at Outlook.com via the emails. We've had so many contactors, Paul Dean. So thank you, Paul. I know you're a fair few episodes back, so you might listen to this episode probably in Christmas time this year. <laughs> but he's asked about uh, Ben coaching him, so we need to un- unfortunately let him down. That he can't, you can't be coached by Ben. There will be unless, an email winging. Unless he's going to come way. out of retirement. No, there will be an email winging its way over to you. But I am. I mean, Rob takes up too much of my time. I'm so precious. So precious. <laughs> he has to protect me. <laughs> so that's it. Strive our leaderboard. This episode is brought to you in association with the North Staffs Roadrunners Association, proudly supporting road running in North Staffordshire since 1974. Five with the listeners, five with the listeners. Five, five with the listeners. With the listeners. So five with the listeners this week, we've talked about Alice Dudley, we've talked about uh, Julie Dudley. We're going to talk about Alex Main. So well done, Alex Main, again, for topping Group A. Uh, I think I asked him to be a five listener before we knew that he was going to be up there on um, in Group A. So let's have a listen to five listeners with Alex Main, the main man, Alex Main. Question number one: What's your name? Who slash what club do you run for? Hi, Rob and Ben, and to everyone listening, I'm Alex Main, and I run for City of Stoke AC. I joined them when I was 14, so I've been with the club for eight years now. Question number two. What are your current running goals? So you hit the nail on the head the other week, Rob. One of the aims this year is to try and do as well as I can in the North Staffs. We're running league. It's my first year in the league, so I'm going to give it my best shot. Um, but before that, the main goal is Manchester Marathon. This will be my first official marathon. Um, and then I also want to try and hit 100 park coins as well. Question number three. How is your training going? Training is currently going really well. Um, really enjoying the long runs. Finding it hard to try and get the mileage in each week, but... Uh, I'm feeling stronger because of it so 
it's motivating me to keep going. Uh, yeah, it's going well. And this one, question number four, is a regular question we ask all of our guests. What are your current PBs at 5K, 10K, half marathon and marathon? My 5K PB is 16.28 from the Wyoming Park Run. But recently I managed to go through a 5K split during the Osage of 5 in a time of 16.11. So that's sort of like my unofficial PB, I guess. My 10k PB is 33.36 from Wilm 10k. My half marathon PB is 1 hour 13.59 from the Milton Keynes Winter Half Marathon. And I don't have an official marathon PB, but during lockdown, I ran uh, the marathon distance in about 3 hours 26. So hopefully at Manchester, I can better that and and get an official PB. Question number five. What is your best tip you can give to someone about running, either starting running or just running in general? My one running tip would be to be more adventurous with your runs, long runs or, or any runs that you do. Go explore somewhere new. I think some of my most favourite runs have always been somewhere different. Just last weekend, Alice and I went to London and did 18 miles uh, along the Thames from one end of London to the other. Uh, It can help make it more exciting, more enjoyable. Uh, It can make it go faster as well. And it's just a cool way to explore a new place. And the last question is your chance to ask the listeners question so what is your question and who is it for so my question is for the both of you i'm currently trying to decide on a new pair of running shoes stuck between a few pairs i don't know which ones to get and i wondered what shoes you guys use uh do you have multiple pairs that you use and what recommendations you might have Thank you, Alex, for doing that for us. <clears throat> so his his focus is on NSRRA, but he's also doing Manchester. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see what he actually gets at I Manchester. I didn't realise he was doing Manchester. Manchester. Yeah, so his first official marathon, although he has ran a marathon in lockdown, he says. Uh, so he's going to be first official man, uh, marathon. One hour 13 he got. Incredible, isn't it? Milton Keynes half. That was the one you went into. The one I went to, yeah. I couldn't, couldn't believe it. And when I was Madness. talking to him, he didn't, he didn't really look out of breath. So I thought he said one hour 30 <laughs> and I just dismissed it like a, a, a knob, quite frankly. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, sorry. I put a bleep in there. No, you don't have to bleep out the word knob. Another bleep. <laughs> you don't know it's a door knob or, you know, with the word knob. <laughs> okay, okay, <offensive>. okay. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, thanks Alex. Um and we've had Alice on, we've Alex we've had Alex on we've had Alex on now. So Julie, if you want to get involved, let us know. You can be far listener, we can keep it in the family if you want. Um you can give a bit of banter, a bit of a shout out to, to Alice in, in your group at NSRA. Oh, it's gonna be spicy, that is. That is, is gonna it? be yeah, spicy. Definitely. definitely. So the question is around trainers. So I must admit, I'll go first because my man is very boring. Uh, I 
I mentioned on the podcast before, I overpronate. I'm size 14, so I struggle with getting any specific trainers. So I stick to the same ones that I know work. So I have Mizuno Wave Horizon 6 currently. I've had Mizuno Wave Horizon 5. I have got a pair of Pumas actually as well that I do wear. I got give, I yep. got a, a free pair when I did Ipstones 5. So shout out to Velo Runner for, for supplying them for me. Uh, but I only use them occasionally. Uh, my main pair of trainers are the Mizuno ones because I know the the good for my feet. Good for my overpronation, although they do cause me a bit of discomfort with my calf when I'm wearing them in. Um, are, so they gonna be, is... are they going to be your marathon shoe then? Yeah, I ran I ran London in Mizuno Wave Horizon 5, actually. Yeah. Um, my black pair. But I don't have any rotation either. I've only got the one pair. I know I should get another pair. Is that simply because of the size of your feet? It's real. I'm not just saying this. Uh, I am a skin flint, so I don't like spending money, I must admit. But I can't get more than one pair because I've looked on, I think I got them from Start Fitness. Um, But they only had the one pair. Mm. So it's like really difficult. And it took me ages to find them. Uh, Unless I could buy another pair of, I can get size 13 13 or 14 trainers, but my my problem is if I buy a pair and they don't agree with me, Mm. it's just a waste of money, isn't it? So I know I'd rather get a pair that agree with me. Yeah, I mean, it must be difficult for somebody with size, you know, 13 shoes or whatever it is you are. Because it, it is tough because if you look online at any of the shoe, sportsshoes.com or any of those other reputable shoe shops online, they don't really go up to that size. Nope. So it must be quite difficult. I mean, it's all about people want carbon plated racing shoes like your night vapor flies and alpha flies and your adidas adios pros and all that but whenever i've looked at them because every time i've bought a pair i have actually had a sneaky look have they got a size 13 and i would like send them to you and go have a go at these but they just don't seem to be about they don't it's not it's not it's not a it's not a, a i must have it's probably because you don't get lads the size of me running very often um which is a shame really because they should be catering yeah. for everybody do you know what i mean yeah, yeah. I'm going to start a petition. Do it. We've got enough listeners to get the petition going, and we might get some great trainers <laughs> for you. Get it talked. Get it talked about at uh, the House of Lords and Commons. Yeah, do it. Well, anyway, what are your trainers? What do you? What yours is probably going to be more interested than mine. So, what? So, I had a, re- a re- I've gone through phases. Uh, originally, I was Hoka. So, my easy shoe was like a Hoka Clifton or Hoka Rincon. And then in speed shoes for Hoka, I went through the Hoka Rocket X, um, which was a carbon plated lighter shoe. And in racing, I went to Hoka uh, Carbon X. So the Rocket X race, Rocket X for session, Carbon X for racing. And then I moved to Adidas. Um, so I went into the Bostons for easy running. Uh, they're a little bit firm. Some people don't like them, but they've, they've evolved them over the last two editions and you can run a bit easier in them now, but they're also quite good for tempo. And I was racing and I'm still, when I do a race this weekend, uh, Adidas, Adidas Adios Pro 3. Um, and up to now, that's my favourite race day shoe. Um, it's the most recent one I've got, still there to be worn. And but I've recently had a change to Sockney, um, using the uh, Sockney uh, Endorphin Shift as an easy trainer. Um, and 
had I been racing Manchester full pelt, I probably would have moved into the Sochny Endorphin Pro for racing because I've got a pair of Sochny Endorphin Speed, which I use my tempos. Um, but I think it's important to have a rotation if you can. Yeah. But we are about running and we are just about enjoyment of running as well. And I think the joyful thing about running is all you need is a pair of trainers. So as much as I like Alex's question, because I have a bit of a foot fetish, not about feet, but about trainers, um, just wear what is comfortable for you, stick to it and just, you know, enjoy the beauty of running. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm not into trainers uh, because I know people out there that have loads and loads of Peter Gibbs being a person for Stoke Fitty. I know that he's got quite a few. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I just, if a pair works for me, and I think I've always been like that with my trainers anyway, even if they aren't running trainers, I would just get what I could get. Yeah. Um, because it was difficult to get my size trainers anyway. Uh, so thank you for the question Alex um, if you want to we've got another person for next week but if you want to be a five with a listener five with a listener five please do get in contact more than happy for you to come on to the podcast and be the five with the listeners and we'll answer your question or if you've just got a, if you don't want to be five with a listener you've just got a question for us please do let us know and we can we can ask answer that question on the podcast Shall we do the coast to coast challenge? Coast to coast challenge. Coast to coast, 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 coast challenge. Coast challenge. This so, week's. Oh no, we're not doing this week's. So we're going to talk about last week's. Go on. Yeah. On. So last week's week. <laughs> jumping ahead. Two weeks worth because we didn't do one last week. And we discussed it before we come on and we chose a winner, but the winner has changed. I'm going to change it now because there is another person that's, that I, I want to give a shout out to uh, who did it. So the winner. Because it was trails, so get out there and do some trail running. Go on. So my winner for this week's Couch to Coach Challenge... I haven't heard this. ...is Melissa Salmon. So Melissa did some Dales Trails. I think she's a Silverdale runner by Luke Sovitt. Did she call it Dales Trails? Yeah. Oh, she wins. Hands down. (laughs) Yeah, she does. So she did a bit of a run slash walk, trying to keep it easy and cushion the sore calves. She did 7.22 miles, so and it was definitely a trail because it's lots of mud there. Um, I think it's up by where did she go? Let's have a look. Silverdale, yeah, around Silverdale, um, the country part around there, so around the Apedale, um, which I've never actually been. It's quite a nice area around there. It's kind of, I think it's quite hilly, to be fair. So well done to Melissa. So Melissa, if you listen to the podcast, please do get in contact with me, and I promise. Some some prizes are coming out soon. I've had some new stuff, some new merchandise. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with buying merchandise. Little pin badges. <laughs> so I've got little. Do you know the little ones that you buy that are circular? I've got them ones. I've got two different sizes of them, and then I've got some little like acrylic ones as well. Um, do I need to, up, I, do I need to put a block on your bank cards or something? I think we do. 
I think I'm obsessed. Stick a mule, <laughs> or like they send me the deals, and they're like, "Yeah, I need them. I need them." Although I know I don't, uh, so oh I have got plenty. I need a box to put all the merchandise in because I'm doing Laura's editing because I just put them put them to the side. I'm genuinely <laughs> worried for you, mate. To be fair. I know. I think I'm worried for myself. I'm, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with buying the, the buying the merchandise stuff. So I'm hoping this podcast goes on forever because I've got that much merchandise I need to get rid of. <laughs> We can't can't end the podcast until Rob's got rid of all his merch. <laughs> if anybody, and I, and I always say this before, it's not it's a money book. Money can't buy merchandise. You can. If you want to buy some, please do let me know, and I'm more than happy to send some out for a fee. I mean, fair um, play to you for doing the merchandise side of thing because you've never asked me for a penny. To be fair, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't even look how much I spent. I don't. I, want, dare, I really, I, I really don't want to look yeah, how much I spent. Let's move on before Laura. Yeah, moving on before. Yeah, because I'm hoping Laura doesn't listen to this bit because yeah anyway so this week's couch to coach challenge is um find some rubs merchandise i'm only joking <laughs> there you go, dear. it's, it's go hard you've got the you've got the you've got you've got the merchandise then. you've got the couch to coach challenge so the couch to coach challenge this week is um to go and steal isaac's crown <laughs> no it's not really go and steal his local legend no um in honour of our High Rocks entry, yep. we want you to go out and do a bit of field testing for us, a little bit of research. We want you to do some compromised running for us and feed back how difficult or not difficult it might be. So what we want you to do is we want you to go out for a run. We want you to record it on Strava like you would normally. And in the midway point of your run, we want you to do as many squats as you physically can do in Bodies, one. Just normal body weight body squats. Weight squats. As many body weight squats as you physically can do in one go. And then carry on your run. The winner of this week's podcast challenge will be the person who does the most bodyweight squats in the middle of their run and i might add into that one the person who's one who gets the most but also the person who does them in the most obscure place you can't so you, you if you do it in the middle of a town center in the middle of loads of different people i'm going to send you some merchandise so we'll have two winners this week okay the person who does it the most but also the person who's in the most obscure place. So tell so us, Adam, Adam, Adam Huxley, if you fancy, you can do it in the sauna. Run to the sauna, do your squats and run out of the sauna. So tell us how many squats you did in the middle of your run. Tell us where you did them. Take your photos, video yourself if you wish, and get entering the Couch to Coach podcast challenge. And on that note... Pretty short episode. We've been been having quite long episodes recently. And on that note, we will see you all later. See you later. (laughs) 